Forward Thinking with Raj Gandhi, Episode 3, The CEO. In this episode, boardroom consultant, mentor and coach Raj Gandhi examines the role of the Chief Executive Officer. How can the CEO champion forward thinking among the directors? These are challenging times and it's a case of adapt and survive, whether you represent a family-run firm or a multinational corporation. Raj asks, what priorities Chief Executive Officers should consider when facing disruption? Well, that's an incredibly good and a very big question. And I think it requires a certain leadership quality. First of all, it's really a a point about really looking at what the challenges are. And once you have got a grip on what issues you need to address, then I think it's important that you share those ideas, perhaps how you're going to tackle it with the chair, for example, the non-executive directors, just as a sounding board. Because what I'm finding is that the CEOs hold a very lonely position and those who find it quite easy to make tough decisions, need to make sure that they carry the whole boardroom with them and also carry the company with them. That's an area that doesn't always happen. And I think uh, it's time to really critically assess the situation, come up with some ideas and then test it out. That's what the boardroom is for. It's a collective group of individuals empowered to make collective decisions. And I'm finding increasingly a lot of CEOs are actually spreading the net wider and they're beginning to talk to other CEOs in the same sector. I'm seeing that the CEOs are looking at their operating models in a much more pragmatic manner. And they're looking to streamline their processes, perhaps digitize, so they have a lot more analytics at hand so they can see the behaviors of customers, the suppliers. In terms of staffing and talent management, I think um, I'm seeing the CEOs take a much more humane position here. I'm seeing that they want to be seen by their staff. They're making that extra effort to have virtual meetings. They want to encourage and motivate staff. And I think all those aspects are hugely important to getting a company working on the same path. Turning to the boardroom, they're making sure they've got the right skills in the boardroom and if they haven't, they're quite happy to ask advisors to come in and advise. Sometimes it pays to have good advice, which can mean survival perhaps. In terms of strategy, it's become a lot more nimble, agile, and the strategy is getting a lot more attention than ever before. And companies are quite happy and the CEOs are quite happy to change path if required at very short notice. And the most important thing for me is that this can-do attitude is coming through. So maybe pre-COVID, no one would have thought of delivering so much sales in such a short time. What's happened during COVID and since is that I'm seeing certain companies deliver in three months what they had planned to deliver in a year. These are unusual circumstances, but the point coming through here is that don't set targets which are, you feel, not achievable. I've heard you talk on webinars about, you know, the various approaches on whether to revive, reopen, shut down, transform, restructure or a blended approach. So how and where would you begin? This requires an absolute focus and attention to survival to start with. 
and that's where cash flow management comes in people used to say cash is king now they're beginning to say cash is god i mean really uh, we need we need that oxygen into our company to make sure we survive so once we've survived then we need to think at how we can revive our strategy what is it that we need to do differently and it might be that we need to think about new product streams and new lines of business and so on so a good business is the one that has got a diversified portfolio of products and revenue streams and it might well be that certain streams require a rethink and that's when you need to perhaps shut down or even transform and restructure is of course uh, an aspect that every ceo out there needs to think about given the context there may be opportunities to acquire stakes in other companies who are in the same sector or perhaps partner with certain other organizations to manage risk so all this really turns to what i call a blended approach think about a lot of things at the same time and this is where the CEO has to be quite good at remodeling the business, talking to the key stakeholders, getting the right analytics and, and making some sound decisions going forward. I can understand that uh, leading with a clear vision policies and regulatory compliance is a must. But you also seem to add significance to stakeholder management and gaining their trust. The business world of the future is going to be very much centered around trust. Do the customers trust you as an organization to do the right things? What does that mean? And so that's just one aspect of the stakeholder group that one needs to pay a lot of attention to because at the end of the day, it's the customer who brings in the cash. And once the cash comes in, then we can manage all the other aspects. And we can then turn our attention to, or at the same time, keep our attention on our staffing. The vision may not change drastically, but the mission, how we go about doing our business, may change drastically. In terms of regulatory compliance, um, I think that the world of COVID has taught us that the governments are helping as far as they can to help business sustain themselves. They're relaxing certain rules. But of course, when we do come out of all this, we may have a whole new raft of regulation and compliance to follow. So I think it's incredibly important for the boardroom to act responsibly, looking at all the stakeholders and ensuring it's a good corporate citizen. So why are the CEO's behaviors and actions increasingly important then during times of crisis and, and beyond? Well, the CEO is seen as the, the leader in the boardroom alongside the chair, but the CEO is really seen to be the executive force in the boardroom. And I think it's important that he or she leads the board and the workforce and the company in its entirety in a manner that has got some longevity, some forward thinking to it and managing and mitigation of risks. If a CEO doesn't exude those qualities, then they're going to be in a very difficult place. And we're seeing some high profile cases where CEOs are resigning for not being seen to be doing a very good job. And so it's incumbent upon the CEOs to nurture those requirements. It seems like then that you're advocating more visible and more connected CEOs than before. In what way is this an important development in the CEO's armory? Well, it's a huge development and perhaps some CEOs feel comfortable and perhaps some don't. But at the end of the day, you have to be seen a lot more than ever before. You're much more in the eye of the public, the staff, the supply chain, the customers, and the boardroom. You have to be seen to be leading. And if you fail on those areas, then you're making your job incredibly difficult in terms of delivering what's expected by the stakeholders. 
You're thinking of CEOs with more charisma, but not necessarily being show ponies then. Charisma is certainly one attribute that is increasingly important. But then not every CEO out there is a, is a born communicator. But I think it can be seen in the actions and the decisions they take, because that to me will be the ultimate test of whether a company is being managed and led in a proper manner. What are your takeaways from what we've just spoken about then? The big takeaways are that it's incumbent upon the CEO to feel quite at ease to work with other CEOs and to be seen to be more transparent than ever. I think this challenging historical perspective of working with a competition isn't always the right way forward. I think that's going to change hugely and I think the need to remodel the business around fast decisions on whether to revive, open, transform they're going to be incredibly powerful and the world of digitization means that we really need to harness that a lot more than we ever did. So try and figure out where you are currently on the digital journey and map out what extra effort you need to put in those areas to speed up the process of learning introduction and making the right decisions at the end of the day. Raj Gandhi was talking to Andrew Vincent. You can find out more on Forward Thinking in the Boardroom by visiting gtvlondon.com. In episode four, Raj talks about the role of the chief financial officer. First of all, you need to be forward thinking and you need to be ahead of the questions that might be asked of you in a boardroom. And I mean difficult questions. And it's your job to push back and challenge on the strategy. 